Hey girl, it's Lindsay here. Welcome back to another episode of the Her Best Self podcast. It is a good one today. I am so freaking excited. I have been really thinking about how I wanted to approach this topic. Many of you in the Facebook community and clients of mine, as well as ladies just over the years have been sharing with me our desire for comparison body comparison, food comparison. Girl, I am talking all about comparison. And today we are gonna get into the nitty gritty of letting go of that unhealthy comparison because you were created for a purpose and we've got to stop allowing unhealthy comparisons to keep us trapped from who we were created to be. Let's dive right into today's show. I hope you love it. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self Podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Welcome back, friend. We are talking body comparison, food comparison, eating disorder recovery comparison, all of the comparisons and shifting our perspective. And how do we do that? How do we let go of unhealthy comparisons that are leaving us trapped in this awful relationship with ourselves, with our bodies, and really with becoming the best version of ourselves? And so in order to really dive in to comparison, I did a lot of research for this one because to compare actually in the dictionary means to examine two or more objects, ideas, people, in order to note similarities and differences. Nowhere in the dictionary does comparison say that it is like the root of all evil. However, it can be. And so today I wanted to talk a little bit about how comparisons can leave us feeling stuck and shameful and trapped in this unhealthy relationship with ourselves. But the first step to self-acceptance, friend, is to stop this unhealthy comparison. And I know that we hear all the time, all of these special Pinterest quotes, all of these awesome stop comparing yourselves to other people's highlight reels, mantras, and honestly, that all sounds super logical. When it comes to human behavior, we are going to compare. It's our nature. Comparison is not wrong. Comparison is neutral. And watching others is how we learn. If we look long enough though, we're gonna find someone who has more than us, who's done more than us. And this is where it can turn to a downward spiral. In 1954, Leon Fetzinger, he did this social comparison theory. And he basically determined that if you're looking to stop comparing yourself to other people, it's not going to happen. This is what sets us up for failure in the first place, because we're looking to stop comparing ourselves when the truth is we were never meant to not compare ourselves. 
Comparison actually can be a way to inspire your life. It can be a way to empower your future forward, and it can give us some safety and validate us. But it wasn't ever created to cause shame, to cause self-destruction, to stay stuck in an unhealthy relationship with food or our body. According to the social comparison theory, we all do it and we're not gonna stop doing it. It's seriously impossible. It's not the way that we were designed. So we need to put aside the idea that we have to stop comparing our lives to others and we really need to focus on how we can get very, very clear in comparing our life and, and determining what it is that we want to achieve in our own life by being a you versus you comparison. The first step to self-acceptance is to stop the unhealthy comparison, to stop that idea, that hyper-awareness of comparing what we don't have to what others do have, and instead start creating that comparison of our own life and kind of understanding that our journey is our journey. And we're allowed to admire somebody else without questioning our own worth. Today, I'm gonna talk about six ways that we can stop this unhealthy comparisonitis and we can start applying true purpose and meaning of our own path to our own success in our future. I'm gonna dive right in. Are you hyper aware of what others eat? Maybe you notice that when you're around people, they're eating more than you. Maybe you notice when you're around people that they're eating less than you. And especially if you're on this pathway of eating disorder recovery, where you're trying to eat a lot more than you're used to eating, or you're trying to establish a healthier relationship with food, you can be critical. You can be critical of yourself. You can be critical of what others are eating. And it can be super triggering, especially in social places. This is another reason why dieting is so harmful and what it contributes to eating disorders is because we mirror what other people do. If we're out with a girlfriend and our girlfriend orders a salad with dressing on the side, or our girlfriend orders something off of the low calorie menu, it's really hard. It's really hard. If you have an unhealthy relationship with your body and yourself, and you've had chronic dieting in the past, or you've been super critical and insecure of yourself and your body, it's really hard to opt for the chicken Alfredo, right? I know I'm speaking to someone. So if you're hyper aware of what others eat and you are super critical of your body and others' bodies, and maybe you just feel ashamed. You feel ashamed when you're eating more than others, or you feel ashamed when you are searching for that affirmation and you're searching for your worth and all of the places that maybe you don't even realize are wrong. I'm here to tell you today, comparison can cause you to focus on what you don't have and it really breeds that false fantasy, that false sense of self that I talk about all the time on the podcast. It gives us that reality almost that seems real, but it's not, it's not real at all. And so we long for things that aren't even reality. This leaves you feeling insecure. This leaves you feeling not good enough, not worthy enough, and it spirals, it spirals. But girl, the most important comparison that you can have with yourself is you. Look how flippin' far you've come. That's what I wanna say first off, just to start today's show. I want you to stop creating competitions that just don't exist. Comparing yourself and your journey is another way that you're measuring yourself. And I know that I'm not the only one here that has been in that downward spiral of measuring myself. 
I mean, measuring yourself against the scale, measuring yourself against how satisfying it is to restrict, measuring yourself against how long you can stay on the treadmill, measuring yourself against your life, what you perceive to be true. This is a fantasy. It's a false sense of truth. And we just have to stop creating competitions that simply don't exist. You're allowed to admire her journey without questioning yours. And so today, I really want us to embrace this idea of how can we let go of the feeling that we don't need to prove ourselves to anyone but our own self, our true self, our best self. How do we apply this to our life? I'm going to talk about the six different ways that we can combat this unhealthy trap. And hopefully you can apply this this week. Number one, you're going to lean in and get curious. What is it that they seem to have that you want? Lean into that. Is it they seem to be smaller than you? Do they seem to be prettier than you? Do they seem to have it all together? Do they seem to be able to eat whatever they want and do whatever they want and buy whatever they want? What is it that they seem to have that you want? And is it true? Is it real? Or is it just an assumption? Do you really know? A lot of times it's the eating disorder brain that's trying to trick us into believing that we're, again, just not good enough, not worthy enough. And what it comes down to is size really has nothing to do with it at all. We look to these outside circumstances because we live in a comparison culture where everywhere we walk and everything we say, we're told it's just not good enough. Everywhere we go, we are told we should be going somewhere else and we should be like someone else and we should be better than someone else. Maybe the reality is that it's not the body that she has that you want. It's not the ability to eat all of these things that she does in front of you that you want to be able to do without the fear of gaining weight. It's about what that means to you. It's what you imagine that body will give you. Friend, this is comparison in a nutshell. And what's so crazy is that the more you look for things you aren't, the more you're gonna feel unworthy. But ask yourself, what is it that they seem to have that I really want? And is it true? Do I know? Because what I'm here to tell you today is you probably don't. Maybe she seems smaller to you in your mind because you've been living in the lie to believe that you're not small enough. And our mind plays tricks, girl. Maybe she seems smaller to you than you are in your mind, but do you know what she does behind the scenes? Do you know that she may be more trapped in an unhealthy relationship with her body and her food than you are? And maybe when she's out with friends, she just plays it down. Maybe that's the only time she eats all day. You're comparing something that's not even real to this belief that you're basing your identity on. The truth is we won't be distracted by comparison if we are captivated by our own journey, our own purpose. So if you wanna stop feeling insecure, stop feeding insecurity with a false sense of understanding. The second thing is measure against your reality. So we talked a little bit about how stop measuring against an assumption of somebody else when you know nothing about the truth. How can I be my own benchmark? I'm allowed to admire my girl without questioning my own worth. I'm allowed to take up space here on the planet without feeling like I'm not worthy to do so. I am on my own path and I'm running my own race and I'm at my own pace and I don't need to be competing with anyone but me, especially when it comes to recovery. 
Three, look for ways to show yourself compassion. Treat yourself like you would treat your younger self. Treat yourself like you would treat your best friend. And show your body compassion. What are you grateful for? What has your body allowed you to do today? Are you alive? Are your eyes open? We can spend so much time looking everywhere else for happiness. And the real reason we're not finding it is because it's not something that can be found externally. What you look for, girlfriend, you're gonna find. Maybe you need to list out today a couple of things that you're grateful for. If you're struggling with body acceptance and body image, maybe you need to add in a snack to combat that negative voice inside of your head that's telling you that you can wait till dinner. Maybe you need to nourish your body. Maybe you need to meditate. What does that look like for you in your life? Because what you look for, you're gonna find. And if you're looking for somebody that you are trying to base your worth off of because you feel unworthy, you're going to find 10 of those people. But if you can be your own benchmark and you can treat yourself like someone that you love, I can guarantee you that just listing out three things that you love about yourself is going to make you feel more lovable. Can you look at yourself in the mirror today? And can you say, you know what? The struggle is real, but I know that I am more than my current circumstance. And I know that I was created for a purpose. And I know that I have so much to give to the world, even if I don't feel like I have it today. And so sitting here thinking about what I don't have and what she does is only gonna keep me stuck in this place that I long to get out of. What you look for, you're gonna find. So what should you be looking for? Stop creating competitions that simply don't exist. Four, minimize that temptation. Oh my gosh, I did a whole episode on this. If you haven't listened to the social media episode, I highly encourage you to do so. And I'm sure I'm gonna get tons of backlash for saying this out loud, but I'm just gonna tell you straight up because that is what I'm here to do, is to tell you my level of truth and perception. Social media, I feel like, is from the enemy. It's just a way that we can stay stuck in that comparison, but you know what? No one can make you inferior without your consent. And I believe Eleanor Roosevelt said those words. So I will not take that quote, even though it happens to be one of my favorites. No one can make you inferior without your consent. So do you need a break up with social media so you can get a breakthrough with recovery? Delete, unsubscribe, unfollow, and stop allowing the world to create a feeling of insecurity in your heart. You were made for more than Facebook, and you probably feel like you have so much going on in your life. I'm speaking to you, girl. You probably feel like you're just always overwhelmed. Yes, that's part of the eating disorder brain. And yes, that's part of being human. But I'm challenging you today, if you spent less time scrolling and more time getting present and intentional with who you want to become instead of looking at external, external places to find your sense of self-worth, you would be further along. And that's not to criticize and that's not to call you out, except I am calling you out. Maybe you need to delete Instagram. Maybe you need to get off the socials. And every time you find yourself wanting to go to an outside place to determine your inside space, I want you to open up your Bible, say some devotionals, get present in a journal, do some yoga. What does that look like for your life? Minimize that temptation. Five, Stop looking for worth that you already have been granted. 
And I swear, I have done multiple episodes talking about worth. This is something that is super close to my heart because for a majority of my life, and I still struggle with this, I'm not going to pretend to have it all figured out. In fact, when I woke up this morning, I felt just kind of depleted, kind of like I had lost a sense of balance and kind of like, you know what? I just really don't feel like I've had a relationship this week outside of work and all the things. And I need to go back to the one thing that is my truth, the one thing that I know to be true and that gives me my worth and my sense of purpose. And that's my time with my creator. And so if you are constantly comparing yourself to others, you're searching for your worth. But girl, this keeps you from your best self. This keeps you from who God created you to be. Stop looking around and start looking up. Stop looking around and start looking up. These thoughts that you're just not good enough and you're not important and you're not lovable and you're not worthy and you don't deserve dinner and you have to have a salad because you can't touch a bagel. All of those thoughts oh, I'm not good, I'm not worthy because I binged and I purged again and I swore I wouldn't do it. None of that is gonna change until you get present and know that those thoughts aren't from God. They're not from God. That is the enemy trying to keep you trapped. But guess what? You don't have to be. You can stop looking around and you can stop comparing yourself because comparison keeps you from being who God created you to be. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. You're already enough because you're here. Go listen to my episode on worthiness. There's a couple and I really think that they could help impact your heart. And then the last way that I feel like is gonna really help that unhealthy trap and that sense of always never feeling like you've got it all figured out because you're constantly over here measuring yourself against somebody else's measuring stick is to explore your purpose. Yes, I get it. That sounds fluffy. It's a little woo-woo. It's like, do I know what I'm here for? But the truth is we won't get distracted by comparison if we are real with our purpose. We have to stop choosing comparison. We have to stop looking at everybody else's path and wondering why we're off here on the sidewalk. You're on the sidewalk because that's where you need to be today. They're over there because that's where they need to be today. It's our nature as humans. We're going to compare and to really get real with ourselves instead of looking at somebody else's snapshot of their life externally to our internal perception, we need to stop with the fantasies. We need to explore our purpose. If you don't know why you're here, I want you to put your hand over your heart and I want you to understand today, you are here for far more than measuring your body weight You are here for far more than restricting your food intake, the very thing that you need to survive. You are here far more than looking up girlfriend's Instagram profile to make you feel worse about yourself. The first step to finding self-acceptance, the first step to letting go of these unhealthy thoughts in our mind that are leaving us in this place is to stop participating. Instead of using all of that energy to define our worth, which is based on a false sense of perception in reality, can you spend some time defining who you are? What makes you tick? What makes you happy? If you don't know, it's time to start exploring it because you won't be worried about what everyone else is doing. If you're on a mission 
to become the best version of you. I'm gonna tell you a little story that has absolutely nothing to do with food and body, but it totally solidifies this point that I'm trying to make today. I spent majority of my life in the achievement success game to give nothing but satisfaction of what everyone else thought of me. As long as I was number one skating, as long as I was number one and all the things that I put my heart into, I consider that massive success and satisfaction. Even so much so that I climbed the corporate ladder after graduating and getting a master's degree because I thought that that's what the world defined as being successful. And then when COVID hit, I sat with myself and I looked around and I was miserable with what I was doing on this planet. I knew it was more than just conference calls. I knew it was more than just conference calls. And I said, God, What am I here to do? And you know what he said? Your pain is your purpose. And I'm gonna say that again because someone needs to hear that today. Your pain is your purpose. Sister, you're not gonna get distracted by comparing your life to somebody else's life if you are captivated and exploring your purpose. So what did I do? I spent a long time battling with what that meant because I've been through some things. I'm sure you have too, friend. But I didn't know what that looked like. And for the longest time, I was doing it wrong. And God was like, okay, daughter, I need to get you back over here on your path. Remember where your pain was. That's your purpose. And the more and more that I show up on this mic talking to you and the more and more I hear from you and my DMs and send emails and ratings and reviews of the show and invites to the private community, the more that I know that I'm living my best life. Because if I found freedom from anorexia, if I found freedom from food controlling my life, if I have found freedom from that, then you can too. Because what I thought was going to kill me has captivated me and propelled me to help you. That's why I'm here. So what's your purpose? And then I want to leave you today because I feel like we just need to hear it. We need to hear the truth. Ephesians 2.10, for you are God's masterpiece, his handiwork. He has created you anew in Jesus Christ while he is prepared in advance things for you to do. Another version says, which he has prepared so you could go do good. Girl, if we're over here counting calories and spending 20 minutes on Fitbits and over-exercising, avoiding people that we love, avoiding community, and over here trying to determine if so-and-so looks better in their skinny jeans than I do over here in my mom jeans, what are we trying to prove? What are we trying to prove? Comparison keeps you from being who God created you to be in the first place. And you don't need to prove your worth to anyone but yourself. You're on your own path. You're running your own race. I want to leave you today empowered and inspired. I want you to know that you can break the chains. You can stop letting unhealthy comparison control your life. After today's show, I want to hear from you. What's one thing that you can do today to lean into the future self that you're becoming. Instead of looking around, look up, because I promise that he will give you the answers and the desires of your heart. And I highly doubt that it's comparing yourself and your journey, whether it be recovery or your eating disorder, to measure yourself and question your worth. You're allowed, sister, to admire somebody else's life and somebody else's body and somebody else's stuff, knowing that that is somebody else's. That's who God created her to be. 
But God created you to be here. He's taken you on this journey for a reason. And the reason is probably a lot to do with what you need to learn in this season so that you can turn your pain into your purpose. So stop creating competitions that only exist in your head and go out and show up and do one thing today that your future self will thank you for. Have the most blessed week. I can't wait to hear from you of how this episode has started off your Monday. But before you go, maybe you're new here or maybe you've been hanging with me and listening for a little while now. Either way, I want you to know that I'm here for you. I see you and I've probably been right where you are. Girl, if you're struggling, you don't have to do this alone. If this message touched your heart today and you know that you need support and you are determined to find freedom, recovery coaching with me might just be the answer that you're looking for. I truly don't believe that you found my show by coincidence. I believe that every single lady listening, including you, was brought here for a purpose. If you need somebody guiding your recovery journey, I specialize in that with clients. I work with my clients on a one-to-one basis, and we partner together to find freedom from food and body that's been keeping them trapped in this disordered way of living. If that sounds like something you would like to try, something you want to change and embrace in your life, and you feel like you just need more accountability and support, then I want you to reach out. It's lindsaynickel.com. You can fill out a coaching client application, and there's some questions there for you. And we can see if you're a great fit for recovery coaching with me. And if I feel like I can help support you, I will follow up with you and we will jump on a free complimentary consult so that we can talk all about next steps for your recovery journey. Hope to hear from you soon. Oh friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show. And I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time. Bye for now, girl.